I am in Bangkok. I am. Um, and for some reason, as I said that, I tasted blood in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is that? Hmm. Alright then, let's just keep going, let's keep going. Um, I'm in Bangkok. I got here yesterday, I think. I think I got here yesterday. I, th- I got here yesterday, I don't need to fucking pretend like I don't know when I got here. I got here yesterday, I took the train, zuh, I took trains all the way up, well from Kuala Lumpur. I've been on the trains since Kuala Lumpur. <laughs> I've been, uh, I've been on the trains, Kuala Lumpur to Padang, 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 Padang Bazaar. And then that place, Padang Bazaar, to Hat Yeh. And then I stayed there for a while. And then Hat Yeh to Surat Thani. Stayed there for a while. And then Surat Thani to Huahin. And I stayed there for a while. So, yeah. But it's it's been mainly... It's all been about the trains. Really. Okay, I've stayed in these places. But I didn't really go around too much. And I didn't want to go around too much. It's been about... Mainly it's been about the trains. And the hotel rooms. <laughs> That's what it's been about. And it's been about convenience store food. And it's been about fast food. These are the things. This trip. This, uh, the travel, the travel, the train travel part of this trip have been about. Mainly, yes. That's what it's been about for me. Yes. And I'm still tasting blood in my mouth. There's blood in my mouth. I've been eating uh, Japanese food, a lot of Japanese food, Japanese fast food, while I've been here in Bangkok the last day, the last two days. I had, uh, had, what did I have here? I had Cocoa Fucking Curry House. And I know it's not called Cocoa's Curry House, but I call it Cocoa's Curry House or Cocoa Curry House. It's called Cocoa Ichibanya fucking, and then Curry House is a part of it. But I call it Cocoa's Curry House or Cocoa Curry House. One of those. Alright, both of those. And it's fucking delicious. When I first got to Bangkok, came out one of the stations, making my way to my hotel, and I saw there, I was looking around for something to eat, because I hadn't eaten, and I needed to eat, alright? And I found a Coco's, and it was it was weird, because it, it wasn't like the ones in Japan that I'm uh, used to. It was, it was like a fucking, I thought it was going to be like the Japanese one. It looked like it was going to be like the Japanese one, but then I fucking paid the money. And what do I get? What do they bring me? They bring me a fucking microwaved plastic thing, a box. A fucking box. A microwave box is what they bring me. And that was a bit weird. It was a bit weird. And I was thinking, okay. Do I open this box and uh, pour the contents all over the people who gave me the box? And I was thinking about it, but I decided, you know what? I'm going to try what's in the box first. I'll try the food. And I did. It was a Hamburg curry with scrambled egg 
thing. And it was delicious. It did taste like Coco's Curry House. And it was a bit less expensive than uh, the actual meal, which I did indeed have today. You see, I had Coco's, Coco, Coco's today. So I know the difference. You know, I know the difference here in Thailand with the Coco's. They got this fucking microwaved one, you know, and they got the proper restaurant. And today I went to the proper restaurant and it was more expensive than the microwave one. So you look, it's less expensive. So it's not like they're ripping me off, really. And it's delicious. So they're not ripping me off. You know, it's delicious. So I tasted it. I ate it. And I decided not to pour the contents of the box over the people who gave me the box. Because, you know, it was it was alright. It was delicious. And it was, it was what I needed at the time. And it was very quick. You know, it was in the microwave and then into my stomach quickly. And today it was it was kind of different. It was kind of different. It took a while. It took between it took fucking twenty three minutes or maybe twenty seven minutes. Okay. Or maybe twenty six minutes. One of those minutes. One of those periods of time. Okay. To get me the curry the cocoa curry in my cocoa curry stomach. Alright? I put my cocoa curry stomach on, and I was excited to have the cocoa curry in the cocoa curry stomach of mine. But they didn't fucking bring it for a long time. It was it was too long. It took it took too long, and that kind of annoyed me. But when it came, it was again delicious. And before that, like we're talking about cocos, I fucking had Mossberg as well. I had fucking Mossberger. All right, I had Mossberger. Uh, I was going to get the meal, but I decided, you know, I, I, I did I did the meal, and she, she put in the meal. And then I decided, you know what, fuck that. Fuck the meal. No fries. I want to also get Coco's. So I got one Moss Burger and a 7-Up, okay? Got a 7-Up. And I ate that. And then, after that, I went straight to get my Coco's. Okay, I had my Moss Burger stomach on. Take it off, and then I put my fucking cocoa stomach on. All right, okay. <laughs> I'm glad you understand. <laughs> so look, this is what we've been doing in Bangkok. We've been here a day or two. We're staying in. We've we've we we got here on the ninth. It's now the tenth. Okay, at it's in the evening. It's um it's nine o'clock. It's gone nine o'clock. It's twenty one oh eight. That's what it is right now. And I got here yesterday afternoon. Alright, this is these are the things I've been doing in Bangkok. And I've been walking around the streets. Okay? Lots of women selling their bodies on the streets. Okay? It's kind of really fucking annoying every time you're walking past them. And you just want curry. You just want the fucking Japanese burger. And they're fucking, you know, always coming in for the massage. They're always calling you. They're always trying to call out to you, reach out, showing you the tits. And it's fine to show the tits. That's appreciative of me. I have appreciation of you showing the tits. But stop with the fucking... It's, it's, it's creepy, man. It is. It's fucking creepy, man. It's fucking creepy, man. Fucking creepy, man. With the fucking... The eye contact and the... 
the, the things they say. Sometimes they speak Thai, sometimes it's more English, you know. And it's usually they say massage. That's it. You know, some some other things maybe they say as well that I'm not remembering right now. Some other English words. Maybe they just say, hey, come here and fuck us for money. Maybe that's what they say. It's not what they say. Okay, it's not. Maybe it is. Maybe that's what they say in Thai. <laughs> All right. It's a fucking annoying. And it is annoying in Thailand that there are so many of these fucking people. Every five feet, you get someone trying to sell you something. And in Malaysia, okay, it wasn't like that. It's never like that in Malaysia. And it's it's not like that really in, um, you know, East Asian countries like Korea, Japan, Taiwan. It's not like that. Okay, and it wasn't like that in Malaysia. It's not like that in Singapore. It's like, you know, the Southeast Asian countries, like Thailand. Um, it's, it's, it's like that. Okay, Indonesia. Fucking, probably the worst. It, it, it is the worst. Indonesia is the worst. Uh, especially Bali. Bali is the fucking worst place in the world to to go if you don't want people every fucking, not even five feet, one feet. Okay, every foot. Okay, before you even take the fucking step, they're in your face trying to trying to sell you stuff. And especially at the airport. We've talked about that before, right? We've talked about Bali Airport before. It's the fucking worst place in the world for... Like, if you want to go insane, okay? Go to Bali Airport and become insane, okay? I didn't become insane, alright? Because I'm... I'm too great for that. But lesser beings who go to Bali Airport, they come fucking, they're coming fucking happy and fine and they leave a shriveled bag of nuts. Fucking macadamia nuts. Okay, broken, expired, pissed on, shit on, chewed up and spat out. A bag of macadamia nuts and the bag's got fucking holes in it. And the bag's full of piss and shit as well. The bag's not even a bag. It's just some fucking Ethiopian child. With HIV. And fucking bladder cancer. And an ear infection. Just holding macadamia nuts. That aren't even macadamia nuts. That are fucking fraudulent macadamia nuts in their hand. That's what it is. Alright. Anyway, we need to talk about Celine Dion. We need to talk about Celine Dion. Celine Dion has... <laughs> and we love Celine Dion here. We fucking do. On Brad Nichols' podcast, we fucking love Celine Dion. She is our girl. She is our woman. And she has... Stiff person syndrome. Okay. <laughs> Oh, beautiful woman, you, you fucking, pst, let's read this, let's read it, come on, hurry up, Celine Dion reveals diagnosis of rare neurological, neurological disorder, the 54 year old singer is rescheduling tour due to stiff person syndrome, which causes her difficulties singing and moving. Okay. 
Celine can't fucking move. Celine Dion has revealed that she is living with a rare neurological disorder called stiff person syndrome. <laughs> SPS. In an emotional video posted to her Instagram account on on 8 December, I've always been an open book, and I wasn't ready to say anything before. Then you're not a fucking open book all the time, are you? You can't say you're always an open book if you weren't ready to say something, okay? Because then you were being a closed book, weren't you? Come on, Celine. I've been dealing with problems with my health. For a long time. And it's been really difficult for me to face these challenges. We now know SPS is what's been causing all the spasms that I've been having. She's been having spasms. Unfortunately, the spasms affect every aspect of my daily life, sometimes causing difficulties when I walk and not allowing me, doesn't fucking allow it, to use my vocal cords to sing the way I'm used to. Fucking excuses. Nope. No more of that. I don't fucking buy it. I'm not buying it. No. She's trying to sell it, and I'm not fucking buying it. She She's just lost her voice. She's just lost it. Alright? And she's old. She's 54. It's old. Okay? These days, 54 is still an advanced age. It's not 84. It's not 104. It's not 114. Alright? But... Or 117. Or another number. OCD. Blah, 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 blah. But. It is. An advanced age. 54. Okay. And her her vocal cords have just fallen apart. They're just not. What they used. To be. Celine. Alright. And we know everything about you. So you can't be trying to pretend with us. You can't be trying to pretend with us anyway. But still, even more so. We know you. We know who you are. We Go listen to the Celine Dion episode. Alright. I can't remember a damn thing about the episode. <laughs> I really can't. It was something about her husband. Or something in him dying. And something. And I think we also were making fun of her voice or something. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah. But yeah. Alright, let's move on. I don't fucking buy it. Don't care. I am skeptical. And I am more than skeptical. I have conviction of my skepticism. And it's just bullshit, alright? I know when something's bullshit, and this is bullshit. She just doesn't... Either she's a lazy bitch, she's being a lazy bitch, and she just doesn't want to do the tour, or she's just old and she can't sing anymore, and she's... She's she's made up a whole fucking disorder that does not exist. (laughs) SPS, apparently, according to this fucking Guardian article, affects approximately one... In 200,000 people in the UK, okay? 
Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit. She's just got a bunch of people together and said, pretend. Pretend. Because I'm Celine Dion, and you will pretend for me, Celine Dion. I don't like Celine Dion. Not anymore. I can't remember if I said I liked her or not. Well, fuck it, I never liked her. She's always been a whore. She's always been a cunt. She's always been a bitch. Fuck her. Fuck her deeply. Fuck her long. Fuck her to the gates of hell. And bury her in pudding. Alright, that's enough about Celine Dion. Um, I'm gonna get up, get up, get up. What else I was gonna talk about? What else was I gonna talk about? What else was I gonna fucking talk about on this episode? Alright, you fucking just wait, okay, wait. I have to find the document. Where I wrote down the things. I just, I, I, I press record. Okay, I put the microphone in. I set it all up. I press record. But there, there was other stuff I, I wrote down. That I wanted to talk about today. So we're going to find that document. And then we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about all of it. All of them. Oh, for fuck's sake. The document has been corrupted. The document has been... (laughs) It's been fucking corrupted. Episode 107 is now... Fucking, I'm taking it off the rails. It was on the rails, okay? Because we knew we were going to talk about the trains and Japanese food here in Bangkok. We knew we were going to talk about some of those things, okay? We knew we were probably going to touch on, yes, touch on the the people, annoying people in the street, the hookers in the street. And we knew we were going to talk about Celine Dion, but we fucking now don't know what else... <laughs> 107 was supposed to be about fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, well. Oh, fucking well. Let's talk about the World Cup, shall we? I know you all want me to talk about the World Cup. England. England are playing... Um... Well, tomorrow, here. It's, you know, it's it's 9.20 now. So, they play at 2am in the morning. I'm going to watch it. I watched Netherlands versus Argentina last night and Croatia versus Brazil. Croatia fucking coming back in extra time and uh, equalizing. Brazil scored in extra time and then, um, yeah, Croatia did as well. And uh, And then Croatia fucking destroyed Brazil. In the penalty box, didn't they? Yeah, and Croatia are now are now semi-finalists. They are World Cup semi-finalists, whatever the fuck that means. I think it means they're World Cup semi-finalists. But will they be finalists? Will they be the winners? 
yeah, and we watched. I watched. Uh, watched. I watched Argentina almost lose to the Netherlands, but somehow they did just get by on penalties. But fuck, man. That Netherlands free kick at the very end, it was fucking 10 minutes, right? Fucking 10 minutes past, okay? And it was all supposed to be done. All supposed to be done. And then the Netherlands just fucking pulled out a truly great genius move. Su fucking prime genius move, okay? Just below my supreme genius, okay? Just below my supreme great genius, okay? Is what the Netherlands, okay, showed a spark of, alright? The Netherlands, the fucking. The guy runs up to take the free kick and it looks like he's going to do a traditional over the top of the wall at the goal free kick. But he doesn't. No. He fucking slides it uh, through the wall, along the ground, uh, into the feet of another Dutch player. And then the Dutch player just whoop, scores. And, I mean, I jumped up screaming. It was fucking brilliant. It really was. Uh, and then it was also very disappointing then that they fucking lost. Okay? And that's where I have no respect for them. Okay? I have respect for what they did. You know, trying that. And also it being the last fucking chance. And instead of just, like, doing the safe thing, they went for something really, truly special. And you know, it was. But then they lose all of the respect when they don't fucking do what's necessary to win the match. If you're gonna do that, then you should also, you know, you need to continue it. It's not just one thing. It, you, you, it can't be that, okay, in life. You need to keep going. Every move has to have that same magic in it. Uh, you know? And, uh, uh, they didn't have that magic in it. They just didn't. Okay, they they couldn't sustain it. They couldn't keep it going. They couldn't pull more tricks out of the bag. Okay, they didn't have any more, you know, in them. Any more tricks, any more fun stuff, any more tricks, any more fun stuff. To, to, to do it, you know. No more tricks, no more fun stuff. No more tricks, no more fun stuff. And they lost. And they went home. Okay. And then they were fucking shocked. Because that's what happens in the Dutch Netherlands of Holland. You go back home, if you lose a World Cup match, and you get fucking shot. Yeah. Great move, though. Great move. And fuck Messi. Everyone's in love with Messi. And I read an article the other day talking about how, you know, like it's, it's, like, like they were just fucking literally sucking his cock. You know, they, they removed his cock and they were sucking it eye level with him, standing up, showing the world. I don't give a fuck if it's gonna be Messi's last World Cup and oh, he wants to win the World Cup. Fuck off. You haven't won one, have you? You wanna win one? Go win one. Okay, but you need to earn it. 
and stop making it seem like, oh, this guy has to win a World Cup. No, he doesn't. Okay, if he doesn't win a World Cup, then he was just a player didn't fucking win a World Cup. Fuck off. Stop trying to infuse it with this, you know, this narrative, this great drama, this story. It's not. Okay? Clearly, he just hasn't been able to, you know, be a part of the national team, um, you know, and build a national team that that can win a World Cup, be a part of that, and you know, and he hasn't been able to do it himself. You know? Uh, bring the team to it. Drag it along. Like they always say, it's always like fucking messy. And then it, all the other, other people on the team are like fucking children that he's pulling along. That's the way they make it seem. Anyway, fuck him. Fuck Messi. Uh, yeah, and fuck Brazil. And fuck Croatia. Fuck all of the teams. Fuck, fuck the World Cup. I said it yesterday on BradNichols.com. I said, fucking, let's have... This is what we're going to do. Alright, this is what I'm deciding. This is what I'm going to let us all have. We're going to have 10 years of World Cups every year. So every year for 10 years, we're going to have a World Cup. And then, for the next 100 years, no more World Cups. That's what we're going to do. And then we're going to bring it back. And then we're going to do other things, okay? New things, again, as well, okay? Sure. Awesome. We we have to do that. Like, these fucking things... Like, honestly, like, the World Cup is always exciting. It just is. Even if you think it's it's not going to be, it, it, it's exciting. But, it just, it isn't as exciting. You know, this, this time around, I feel like. And it's a bit like Christmas. You know, when you're a kid, Christmas is always magical. And then when you grow up, it's like, yeah, it's still kind of magical. But it's not as magical. Okay, you know Santa Claus you know, is now, you know, a pedophile. He's not actually a nice person, okay? You know, you, you know these things now. And um, it's not as magical, you know? Yeah, and I feel like that's the same way with the World Cup. The World Cup when I was a child, a child. <laughs> I've never been a child. I have always been a fucking fully grown god. I have been. Okay, I never even been a child god. Okay, I am a child god. I am the god of all children, but I've always been a fully grown man god and god. Okay, anyway, <laughs> yes. Anyway, um, look when when you're a child, it's fucking magic. But when you're younger, it's magic. Okay, World Cup every four years, only get a few of them. Only get a few of them. And uh, and then when you when you're older, it's just not the same. It isn't. It is not the same. World Cup not the same. And uh, yeah, this year like it's still fucking fun. Like there's still lots of fun stuff that that goes on, and there's always surprises. And really, that's what the World Cup is about. Is about those surprises and about knowing like, hey, this country could actually fucking go through. And uh, yeah, and uh, it is great drama. That's it just does lose some of the magic. It has lost some of the magic. Yeah. But I am gonna watch um what's the match? Well I think it's Morocco Portugal that's on pretty soon at ten PM and then at two AM tomorrow uh after that 
is the 2am match, and that's England v France. So, yeah, two great matches. They'll be hopefully great matches. I have to... I'm watching it in, uh, in fucking the Thai language, though. Fucking Thai commentators. And it's, it's, it's annoying. It really is annoying. There was a hotel I stayed at. Which one was it? I think... Yeah, it was the... Uh, no, it wasn't. It was the... Um, it was... It was the first one. It was Hatye. In Hatye, I stayed at a hotel and they had... They had, like, the English commentators on it. And that... Commentators really do add so much to football. And when I go to football matches, uh, you know, live in the stadium, it's it's not the same. It's much less enjoyable to be at a football match in a stadium without the commentators. Because, like, you do watch the match and you do see it all. And in a way, you're also kind of, you have to be more engaged in the match in a strange way. Because you have to kind of, kind of, because it's like silent theatre going on on the stage. And the audience is the ones, you know, you know, bringing the, you know, bringing the atmosphere the audience is the, the crowd is the one bringing the bringing the electricity to it and sometimes it's there sometimes it's not um you know you can like go to great matches and there's great moments in live football that really bring the the electricity up really high but watching it on the tv and with the commentators and that that, that feeling and the view of the camera angle it's it's very different, and it's also very different, and I, I think it's better. Okay, I do. Um, I think it would be cool to go to a football match, have it there, and also at the same time be watching on TV. I think that's the way to do it. I really do. You watch it live, a great seat in the stadium, but you also have, you know, a, you have a screen in front of you that's, that's showing the match, and with the commentators, okay? It's just a better way to experience it. It really is. And it's also different playing football. Like, when you're actually on the pitch, it's a very different... Uh, it feels more like war. It really does. Um, it feels like you, it feels like a fucking war from a thousand years ago, you know? With horses and um, the big sticks with pointy ends. And swords and stones and armor and people getting their fucking limbs chopped off and their fucking heads decapitated. It's 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 rough and it's real fun, but it's very different. Those three things, you know, playing football, watching football live, and watching football on the TV on a screen with the commentators—all very different experiences. I do love football. I'll always love football. Who doesn't love football? You don't love football? You're a fucking racist. You know? Don't be a racist. (laughs) And don't be a Jew, okay? Don't be a fucking Jew like Kanye West. Alright? And I'm not calling him yay or ye or he. No. Kanye West. Don't be a fucking... Jew like Kanye West. If you don't love football, you're a fucking Jew 
like Kanye West, okay? It's the truth. It's the fucking truth. Alright, um, I'm gonna stop recording this episode soon, okay? I don't know what we were supposed to talk about. The document went. I wrote down some stuff to talk about, okay? And then the document went. So, if those things, they'll come back to me. They're somewhere in my brain still. I've just locked them in a room. In a room somewhere, okay? I'll find the, I know where the room is. Just gonna open the door. I'll open it. I, I know, I know what's going on. If we need to talk about them in the future in another episode, we will. Okay, we will. But is it, is it, is that it for this episode? Is that it for this episode? Um, let's talk more about the trains. Trains were fucking beautiful, fucking great. Third class. I went third class all the way. There was one, two, three trains. Yeah, up to Bangkok. No, four. No, five. Anyway, we took lots of fucking trains, okay? If, let, let's go from Kuala Lumpur. So Kuala Lumpur to Padang Bazaar. And that train was like a modern train. And that was fine. Uh, and then, you know, beautiful sights and, and all that. And then we went from Padang Bazaar to Hat Ye on like a local train, a very local train. And that was only like an hour, so it wasn't really a long, a long trip. The the KL, the KL to Penang Bazaar one was like five, six hours or something. It was a bit longer, a bit longer trip. And then it was an hour to Hat Ye from Penang Bazaar, and then from Hat Ye um, to Surat Thani, it was like what seven, eight hours. It was a longish one, and then Surat Thani to. Uh, Hua Hin was the best, the best, uh, the best, uh, leg of the journey. Just such beautiful sights out the window. And we were late because the trains were always late, right? They really are. Uh, and we were supposed to arrive at like 5.29 was on the ticket, but it was still like, it was like 6.30 going on 7 by the time, you know, around, it was 6.30 to 7. When we were coming into Huahin. And the fucking. The sun was rising. And the landscape. And the beauty. And the third class. And the fucking. You know the open windows. Just fucking rock and roll. Really. Fucking rock and roll. Rock and roll. Fucking rock and roll. Really. Fucking rock and roll. Fucking rock and roll. Fucking rock and roll. Yeah it was great. And uh, and then we had. uh who were hint to Bangkok, which uh, went by surprisingly fast. It was um, it was like four four hours or something, three, four, five hours or something. It was quick though. It didn't feel like that. It was the one trip, the one leg of the journey that felt very quick. You know, a lot quicker than it should have been. Yeah, I do recommend. I demand. I order you. If you if you come to southern Thailand, uh, do it by train. You know, to avo- avoid the mini buses and the buses. Like, yeah, they're fine. They can be fun, but the train and especially third class. Go third class. Don't go second class. Don't go for the sleeper fucking carriages. Bullshit. Fuck it. No. Experience it third class. Okay. Uh, and 
it's a great experience. Lots of lots of fun. I love trains, and I like that. Like Thailand, I mean, they do have some modern trains, but I like that they've also kept. Like it's they're they're very antiquated, very ancient, very old trains, uh, train cars, and I like that. You know, that's the way it is. And you know, sometimes you don't need to innovate. Sometimes you don't need to get the new thing. Sometimes the old thing is fine and it works and there's you know romance in it and there's an aesthetic to it and there's art it's fucking art and um it's the same same thing with the the buses as well like i rode like one of the old buses again uh from you know the city to to the train station um and it's really old it's an old bus you know and you know, the doors open and everyone's stuffed in there. You've got the wooden, you know, like, panels on the floor. It's, it's just... It's, and you've got the woman, the woman who takes the money walking up and down the bus. It's fun, man. Sometimes you don't need to buy the new thing, okay? You can advance as a society and become, you know, a richer country. But keep some of the old stuff. Like, why not? Okay, if it works, it runs... It's not broken. Don't change it. Don't fix it. Okay? Keep some of that stuff around. And not all of it. Like, do get new stuff. Do innovate. Do improve. But, yeah. Keep some of that kind of romantic stuff from the past around. In uh, in the in the everyday life of the people of the country. Okay? Okay. Yeah, so I'm no longer on the Malay Peninsula. We had a lot of fun, a lot of chaos, a lot of great times on uh, in the Ma- Malay Pelins- Peninsula, and we will again. Uh, yes, we will. Sui generis, space, tropical space, cyberpunk. Sui generis, sui generis, sui generis. Tropical space cyberpunk. That's what it is. Especially Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur is that, man. It really is. And, uh, yeah. Kuala Lumpur is now one of my places. I have taken Kuala Lumpur. The first time I came to Kuala Lumpur. Okay. I knew it had something. But I also was very angry at the, the street layout. And I was when I went back as well. I was when I went back. I was this time around. Uh, but I saw more of the city. And, you know, the, the positive feeling I had, that part of the experience from last time, it was there. And it, it grew. And I took it and I, I, I consumed it. And Kuala Lumpur. Um, and really it was from the first night. Okay. Because it was, it was fucking just fucking sci-fi vibes. Tropical sci-fi, sci-fi, tropical sci-fi vibes everywhere. And I thought, I just fucking loved it, man. It does need to improve a lot of things, okay? And I've talked about this before, alright? So I'm not going to talk about it again. No. No. Okay, that's the episode. I could keep talking if I want to keep talking. But I'm not going to keep talking. 
because there will be an episode 108. And there'll be an episode 109. And there'll be 110. And there'll be... Fuck it. Just, we're going to keep going. On and on and on. And we're never going to stop. No, we're not. We're not going to stop. This is Brad Nichols' podcast. It is the greatest podcast in the fucking world. It's more than a podcast, man. Brad Nichols' podcast, the, the, the podcast part, is its own thing, okay? It's not even referring to podcasts as perhaps you think of a podcast, okay? It's its own thing. It's Brad Nichols' podcast, okay? And I'm the Brad Nichols of the Brad Nichols podcast. All caps. Brad Nichols, all caps, and then podcast, not all caps. No. But the podcast, the P is capitalized, it is the first fucking letter of the word. Brad Nichols podcast. Yeah, I'll see you in the next one. Thank you. And... Yeah, fuck you as well. Brad Nichols Podcast. Woo. See you in the next one.